This is episode 517 on the 6th of May 2022. AEW's double or nothing pay-per-view which is scheduled 2 weeks from today has very interesting matchups but the only matchup that is confirmed and that I will converse for today is the AEW World Men's Championship that is between Hangman Adam Page and CM Punk. Now CM Punk who left his previous company in WWE and then as one would say returned to active wrestling that is making his mark in this particular brand he's already become a popular face the fact that irrespective of which arena or which promotional wrestling the crowd is a part of they always chant cm punk and what makes an individual leave a particular organization it doesn't matter what your profession is it doesn't matter whether it's 1920 or 2020 individuals always have reasons to leave a particular organization unless you have your own organization though sadly when you have your own organization or something similar to this it really doesn't get counted in the official data which i really don't care about so why does an individual leave their organization when it's concerned with professional wrestling or combat sports is usually creative differences with the management that the management is not able to present the particular wrestler in a way which will make the wrestler comfortable when they are competing for matches or they are not getting opportunities as far as world championship matches are concerned well it doesn't matter because cm punk is now a part of aew and after a year and a half he gets an opportunity to compete for the aew world championship uh, it will be a very interesting match because it pits an individual against another individual who sees that individual as a role model as i said a couple of episodes ago things like role model do not exist no one is anybody's role model no one wants to be anybody's role model because the negative impact of role model is that if we see our role model do something which is on a larger scale on a macrocosm wrong that is they do something which is considered wrong or unethical we try to emulate that and when that happens we say that how toxic the effect of an individual is so why be a role model in the first place now this match is interesting because adam page has managed to defend this championship successfully against the like of daniel bryan twice in a 60 minute match against adam cole twice in a 60 minute texas death match cm punk might be a different individual to face all together cm punk who had his rivalries with mjf that is martin jacob friedman 
who saw the other as a role model and someone who we looked up to when he was young i find all these stories to be ridiculous but it's well in embellished in such an environment will they had their strange rivalry with all with a dog chain match and a texas death match and all kinds of interferences happening which is baffling to say the least but now that part of the championship or that part of the rivalry is over this is a new rivalry these two have never met before the promotions haven't come as yet they have they have spoken for their respective rivals but they haven't spoken with each other face to face coming talking about championship everyone sees the rock cena world championship match would happen around 10 years ago as once in a lifetime match the greatest of all times well, i do not agree with that i talk about that on a later date but i do not agree with that which means when we keep saying cena rock or cm punk or we keep getting the names of wrestlers who spent enough time in this business and they were part of a certain era maybe say 20 years ago they were young and they were the youth and people there's a loud pop every time the likes of christian or edge or even the likes of sting come to the arena it's basically trying to not give importance to the current generation there is some kind of as i've said before there's some kind of obsession with the 80s 90s 2000s the competition of the 80s 90s 2000 or the environment of the 80s 90s 2000 or 70s if we can include before that as a there's something as if there's a romantic feeling about those eras there was nothing romantic about it there was nothing special about it there was no difference for me sport has not changed much if we keep the technical part out if we keep all the spotlight and the use of hd cameras and good quality microphones out sport has remained the same which means tennis badminton or any other sport the basic premise is to win and that's what cm punk will have on his mind he has previous world championships in his kitty but that's the difference if you look at how the commentators of both these companies go about they have they must be having a clause or some kind of unwritten rule that if you are part of one company as commentators we will not talk about the other company which means when you don't talk about it you see it as rival or you see or you say that if i talk about that company that particular company will get more air time well in that is subjective but i see this as a very interesting match adam page has had a hold over his opponent so far from daniel bryan to kenny omega to even the likes of adam cole what kind of challenge can cm punk provide in this particular situation that remains to be seen of course the age difference may come into play but in professional wrestling age difference is just a number and is something that one really doesn't talk about 
so this this world championship this particular thing will be a very interesting match who has the upper hand one doesn't know it could be a 60 minute match but in regular combat wrestling rules so what are the regular combat wrestling rules first wrestler to gain pinfall or submission or tap out their opponents that is true submission or count out will win the championship which means adam page will retain the championship if he manages to either beat punk through pinfall he has a patent move or through submission when punk taps out or sometimes wrestlers those who are champions knowing that there is a champions advantage count themselves out so that would not be the ethical kind of a way but in such things ethics goes out of the window when you have to win championships so i talk more about this particular match will it get that kind of traction as other matches have got when well, that depends how AEW wants to promote this like WWE went on a spree trying to promote trying to say it's a once in a lifetime match i disagree the whole rock cena once in a lifetime match i completely disagree because there have been matches more interesting than that and there will be matches which are more competitive and less emotional than the rock cena emotional baggage which was given to it only because rock got hiatus of 7 years and then challenged cena for a world championship opportunity we'll talk more on this particular match and other matches to follow let's look at the state of the other championship now with rajasthan gujarat and hyderabad losing their respective matches the table has become very very crowded as it was expected to become it happens every year now the situation is such that when delhi beat hyderabad yesterday they went to 12 points 10 points rather when bangalore beat chennai the day before they went to 12 points calcutta find themselves on 8 points and punjab find themselves on 10 points gujarat lost its first match after 8 matches everyone got all emotional because you lose one match and what do you see written in the sudo media they would want to go back to winning ways losing one match and then using terms like going back to winning ways how does that work i don't know one match doesn't constitute something and this tournament is just for fun if you win good this tournament has no kind of impact on any player and that is why when i see articles written that kohli is not able to make runs he's striking at a strike rate of 150 120 i don't think it makes a difference kohli knows this tournament is for fun he may have spent 15 years with bangalore but it doesn't really make a difference because if he starts making runs which means he will expend all energy and when the time will come for the national team he will say i need a break that's the difference if he says after this tournament is over whether bangalore wins the championship or not if he tells the national selectors i need a break from the national team the selectors might just give him that leverage no 
Indian player were to sold and contracted by the team and given the status of MVP especially in this tournament can afford to even take a break for one match unless of course they are injured or there is a genuine reason so the likes of Kohli Rohit Jadeja and all the players who are going to be an essential part of the national team for the next 5 6 months unless something happens in terms of injury or some other reason personal reason or they get the flu they cannot afford to rest one match include pant in that also if tomorrow kohli rohit jadeja pant bhuvneshwar kumar and the likes are rested from their respective teams it would become a huge talking point because even if they are taking a break for one match it will be seen as good as being dropped from the team that's how the unforgiving media and the commentators see this as skipping one match and then seeing it as being dropped as a skipping one match is the end of the world but it's seen as the end of the world i disagree with that so even if kohli tells his bangalore team management i won't take a break they will say sorry you cannot we have paid millions of dollars for you for the past 15 years we have been paying for you we have put you as a spoiled brat as the nvp as the guy who has been retained or been given a contract every time we cannot afford to see you rested because the moment you rest you will lose what one calls newership so that's one thing but if we tell the national selectors that is a national team i want to break they will give it to him because they know they have backups but in such tournaments there are no backups that's why even dhoni despite being 40 and a half and he has nothing to lose if his team loses doesn't matter if tomorrow next year his team doesn't give him a contract it doesn't make a difference to him the whole captaincy mind games is nothing more than a gimmick i wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow dhoni tells the team management i i take a day off but he cannot he is once again the captain he he gave up his captaincy because he wanted a smooth transition he gave it to the right person of course jadeja's captaincy or his thing did not work out at chennai lost seven five six games in a row so those plans did not work out but it doesn't mean that jadeja cannot be a captain it doesn't matter if you haven't captain before at any level whether it's junior or sub junior or whatever level these things really don't matter no one is a born leader no one starts with experience as a captain you may start at a regional level if that's the case then we can keep debating on it so how does the table stack up tonight's match between Bombay and Gujarat is an opportunity for Bombay to upset the table which will allow the likes of Lucknow and Rajasthan and Hyderabad and Bangalore and Delhi to push themselves up the table and rattle the entire thing because Chennai has nothing to lose even if they are not qualifying for the semi final it's not the end of the world next year maybe there'll be a new guy new captain who could be that guy i don't know of course this captaincy thing is something which 
should not be even in the discussion but it's there one cannot help it so this is how it stands but of course gujarat has done well but how do you stop teams like gujarat ask them to bat first or they bat first on their own we saw what happened they were not able to accelerate and this is a tournament for fun everyone is having fun the same liam livingston who hit 30 of 10 balls may not even hit 5 of 10 balls when he's part of the national team livingston may or may not be selected by the national team when the opportunity arises what kind of a relation will he have with the national team one doesn't know and the most ridiculous thing or as i would say the donkulous thing was when warner made 92 runs for delhi and everyone pseudo media pseudo experts started putting it as a revenge match a grudge match everyone started doing that and i don't know what what grudge was that okay he was fired from the hyderabad team for whatever reasons he did not have a cordial relationship with the management well it happens sometimes but and he was recruited by delhi so that settles things but to say that it's a grudge match because he did not leave on good terms which player does that you move on people warner's first team was delhi then he went to hyderabad then he was recruited by delhi again so i don't see this whole grudge thing as something which is worth talking about it's just a rumor it's these conversations happen because of lack of coherent content when newspapers pseudo media pseudo experts are forced to say things like it's a grudge match for this player because he did not part on good terms with his former team even that something which has no substance did he leave on his own or were there issues within the team we don't know but to say these things shows the lack of content and i think indian newspapers especially the sports column means an overall means fresh faces because they quote interviews of players and say that as quoted by the player in a post match interview who has time to say all this why do you need to say as quoted by the player in a post match interview who cares about it means they're looking for content they don't have content when they go to websites and when they look for conversation between players when they go to websites and look at their discussion platform it shows there's nothing left to talk about it shows that the sports section of the indian media as lots has lost its credibility and that's the most ridiculous and the most arrogant thing that can happen but moving on from this championship the world championship which is 5 months away what would be the team well we don't know who would be the 20 21 lucky players who would make it to the team what would be the selectors criteria is it just the reputation is it the performance in this tournament is it the performance in the five way tournament and the other 20 over tournament which for me has no meaning how will the selector decide the group of selectors whom themselves were never 
a regular part of the team who themselves were always on the fringes will they pick up fringe players one doesn't know what defines fringe and leave it for you to decide but if i have to create a pool of players who should be a part of the team i don't know what which 21 lucky people will go who will miss out that depends on the selectors and the team management what they have in mind but i have a group of players at least 25 30 players who should be considered and if i was a selector i would have a team of 40 ready out of which i would take a team of 20 and if something happened to the team of 20 i would have a team of 20 ready to go even if i meant a whole new lot so my openers would include rahul rohit shaw gil kaikwad patikal and mayank not everyone will agree with this but i think these are the best openers whether it's 50 overs 20 overs even test matches these are the top openers in this particular tournament and going forward so what would be numbers 3 to 5 be like well number 3 would be kohli's domain as long as as he's part of the team even if for at nash at the domestic level at this tournament's level surya kumar yadav can come at number 3 but if they send surya kumar yadav at number 3 at the national team level it will create a unnecessary forward i don't think it makes a difference if kohli comes at 3 or 4 or you can even put bowl you can even put kohli in the opening uh, section you can't do that i wouldn't mind if rohit and kohli open that allows more players to be part of the team but let's not go there because that's not going to happen So Kohli, Suryakumar Yadav, Shreyas Iyer, Manish Pandey, and Nitesh Rana, along with Deepak Hooda, are my so-called middle order, and it will never be a middle order model. So at this time, I still miss the likes of Suresh Raina, who I think should have been given a much better farewell or much more respect than what he got. I think the way he was treated was worse than you treat. a rival or an adversary first players and suresh rana have got more opportunities so i think the way rana was shunted out of the team after 20 after the 2015 world cup he was never in their plans because he got to 30 and he got old well that's ridiculous and that is something which is well dumb at the same time so for me Well, Raina is not there, so there's Kohli, Sky, Shreyas Iyer, Manish Pandey, and Nitish Rana are my so-called middle order model. Depends who gets a chance. Who would be my all-rounders? Now, my all-rounders would include the likes of Dadeja, Aksar, Ashwin, Sundar, and Kunal Pandey as the spinning all-rounders. Though not everyone would agree. and even tevatia as the spinning all-rounders though a certain rahul tevatia does not exactly bowl but doesn't matter he is in my all-rounder category when hardik pandya shivam dube and venkatesh ayer are my fast bowling all-rounders so a very good pool of all-rounders i would even put at least jadeja akshar ashwin sundar Pandya, that is Hardik Pandya and Venkatesh Iyer in the Test all-rounders. Moving on to the wicket keepers, right now we have three 
young keepers relatively and one experienced keeper who wants to be part of the national team because he is as they say finishing games off for his bangalore team someone who has played for three four different teams he's had his own captaincy issues so pant ishan kishan sanju samson and dinesh karthik the four keepers can add rahul to it if needed as the fifth keeper but rahul won't be keeping many have four very good keepers so these are my wicket keepers for that team moving on who would be my fast bowlers now it's a long list some of them so we may think that the likes of shami umesh are no longer your 50 over and 20 over bowlers i don't think it makes a difference red ball white ball there are no different plans you have to bowl in a manner that you deceive the batter and you get the batter out so for me shami bumrah umesh umran malik ashdeep sakarya bhuvi mukesh choudhary avesh khan harshad patel kuldeep sen siraj kartik tyagi kamlesh nagarkoti and shivam mavi are my fast bowlers who should at least three or four out of them should be there and you should keep the others as backup you never know injury happens somebody gets the infection people will get the infection despite all the harsh quarantine rules that will come into play and being australia their quarantine rules will be as harsh as our neighboring country to the north you never know spinners for now four spinners are doing the job not everyone will get a chance but kuldeep chahal rahul chahar and bishnoi and then of course you have the spinning all rounders in jadeja akshar ashwin sundar and kunal pandya so enough spinning options if there are any more you can tell me but these are this is my team this is ponwal calls the team i would choose out of which the the 20 would be selected or this is my team i would choose or i would give these individuals an opportunity before the world cup in those so called 15 16 bilateral matches that india might play to prepare for the world cup 16 matches plus 15 matches here 30 matches more than enough but nothing is ever enough the world is not enough you may practice a hundred times yet you feel you missed out on something you always feel that but this is my team if anyone has anything to add please let me know but i'm not going to deviate from these individuals we can add more but i'm not deleting the ones i have already picked i don't know what the selectors have in mind selectors always have a weird philosophy whatever they have in mind they have in mind <laughs> This ends episode number five one seven on the 
6th of May 2022. I will be back with episode number 518 on the 9th of May 2022. <laughs>